Hi, and welcome to Proverb Parables. Today, the topic of our short story is joking. You could argue that cracking a joke at your neighbor's expense is a form of abuse. Just think of all the times you said something that was humorous, but bordered on being cruel and ill-natured, only to be followed by the light-hearted phrase, just kidding. Did you stop to consider in that moment the impact of your words? Do you think your neighbor, who is in the line of fire, appreciated their piercing effect? Were they having a good time like you were? No, as far as they were concerned, you meant every bit of what you said, which was emotionally wounding, until you admitted it was all just an innocent joke. You might as well have been a madman out on the streets, randomly firing darts at passerby, and you would have been liked no better. In the same way, making sport of someone is not any less harmless. When it comes to getting a good laugh, some people can be irresistible to pick on and are always great targets for a joke. But that doesn't make it right. Anytime people are involved, and especially if they are present, jesting is no longer the benign thing we like to think it to be. The very thing which brought you amusement becomes an instrument of deadliness that shoots right to the heart and inflicts deep pain. It is both hurtful and unkind to amuse yourself at another's expense, so we shouldn't excuse the injury our words can inflict under such a guise. What if we trained our tongues to build others up and not to tear them down so we can get that good jolly? In Proverbs 26:18, we see that joking is a form of deception, and since other people's feelings are involved and insult is unavoidable, it's just not a safe activity. Like a man shooting firebrands or deadly arrows is he who deceives his neighbor and says, I was only joking. A hooded figure emerges from behind a gnarled oak. One of many trespassers on the private-owned greenway, the recreational archer proceeds to begin his target practice. Lifting up his bow, he faces the bullseye several feet away and slowly pulls back on the arrow. Just as his fingers are about to release the arrow, the tender of the greenway goes meandering by, innocently oblivious that he's entered the line of fire. The ideas that begin racing through the archer's mind are irresistible. He could really have some fun today. Stand still, would you? You can be my target while I practice, he calls out. The ignorant landscaper, who up until this point thinks he is alone, suddenly sees the archer. A mortified look appears on his face. Pasting himself against a stone wall, he shrieks, Are you mad? He is like a deer that sees the hunter and can do nothing but stand frozen in place. The archer snickers. I'm aiming right for you, he says, with his bow still upraised. I'm going to shoot you down with my arrow. I never miss the mark. The man's eyes enlarge with greater horror. What's gotten into you? You must be out of your mind. You're wearing red, the archer continues. Anything of that color automatically becomes my target. In truth, though, the perceived threat is all a matter of perspective. From the archer's vantage point, he has never stopped aiming at the bullseye. 
but the landscaper is positioned in such a way that it feels as though he is about to be shot through with a sharp arrow. I don't want to die! The shock of the situation has finally settled in as the man is forced to be reconciled with his fate. But maybe there is still a chance he could escape this lunatic. He begins calling out at the top of his voice for help, hoping someone with good ears will hear him on the greenway. Perhaps the owner living in the big house up there will respond. Just when the landscaper has become completely traumatized and is calling out for rescue, does the archer realize that what he considered a good joke will not look so funny in a minute or two. That's when he lowers the bow, throws back his hood, and bursts out laughing. I was just joking! Loosen up, would you? The landscaper looks breathless and bewildered. After a long time, he answers in disbelief. That wasn't funny.